My name is John Machado, and this is Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast, and this is the next installment in the Late Night Nuggets. I am also eating. So I'm I'm on time. Just want to add that. No shit, this is the second time I've had to try this episode. It's only within a few minutes, um, but I had one of my buddies call me, which is funny because it's late, like late night nuggets. It's only 12.22. See what I mean by like late night nuggets? I think when me and uh, D.B. Cooper and Bentley did it, we were Eastern time. I think it was like, it was about right now. We stayed on for two bloody hours. Now that is not a monster. That is actually a crush. Still might have a monster. I can drink a monster and pass right out. That probably means that I have a problem. And I'm okay with that. So I apologize, but I'm going to be eating throughout this episode because I'm hungry. And I'm not fasting tonight. What we're going to do with this episode is go over some of the topics that we didn't get to with um, Bentley and D.B. Cooper. So... We've got them all right here. And actually, we have some new developments. Liz Cheney, that rhino bitch, is out. She lost her, um, what is she, Congress? Congress? Senate? Cheney? Senate? Congress. Hold on. I'll find out. I have not done any work today. I mean, I have, but I haven't. Um, is Liz... Cheney, a senator or congress person. Whatever. Senator or congress. Congresswoman. As I thought. So she lost. Who did she lose to today? Who did Liz Cheney lose to? It was a Trump it was uh, one of Trump's picks. And it's funny because his picks are, are winning all over the place. But we're only in the primaries. So we don't know <clears throat> how the uh, generals are going to go um, just yet. There's probably no cheating right now. Um, I mean, maybe in some. And I know that there was a, a, de- a, a... There was talk that the Democrats were... Excuse me. And they were open about it. That they were working to put in like rhinos basically and get them elected um, so that, you know, no matter if it was the rhino or the Democrat winning, they had somebody in there that was going to um, favor their agenda. What am I eating tonight for my meal? Very nutritious. Chicken nuggets. Um, about three quarters of a half sleeve of Ritz crackers and crush. And I already had, <clears throat> so it's probably a little more than a half sleeve of uh, Ritz crackers because I had two slices of American cheese on them and it was delectable. American cheese is just plastic. Well, that is the best plastic I've ever tasted in my life. So leave me alone. And hopefully it doesn't have that. Bitch tit stuff in it. Keep slipping my mind what that is. Anyway, um, so we're uh, she lost, which is fantastic. That was kind of something that I wanted to 
talk about real quick. Um, Liz Cheney is Dick Cheney's daughter. And she has, uh, so they just passed the, uh, it's, it's the uh, inflation reduction tax, but it like, there's a lot of pork in it. There was uh, money to be used towards like the Green New Deal, like green energy and shit like that. And it does, it doesn't even reduce um, inflation. I mean, how can you reduce inflation when you're increasing government spending? And this is the secular thing is that if you're increasing government spending and we already don't balance the books and every year we go over um, our budget, what we make, right, what they bring in, they then have to we, – we have to go into further debt to pay for that, the, the money that we don't have. So they have to print out more money. That's why – I just <laughs> just slapped my hands like a black woman. That's why – um, not only is it the printing of money that causes inflation, but government spending. Um, so anywho, she voted for that. And I wish that this could have been done last year because they just passed that in the Senate 51 to 50. So somebody may, must not have voted. Right? Am I thinking right? Anyway. I'll get back to you. Fact check me on fact check me on that later. Unless I get to it first, which happens. So it would have been nice because she wouldn't have voted in favor of that. Same with the other. I think there are six Republicans that voted for it. Might I make this suggestion to the Republicans in the future? If we get through November. And they wipe out the Democrats if they get into the Senate and the Congress, or if they they make it the, a majority Senate and a majority Congress. They need to not only have spines. Now I'm not I'm not, I don't want them to ever grow the government, but they need to take control of everything as much as they can. Um, because not only you'll have two branches of the federal government that are primarily controlled by conservative Republicans. And many of these Republicans, as I talked in my episode two episodes ago, what Trump has done is he has made people. Ooh, I had food spit out of my mouth. He has made these politicians, these Republican politicians. He has influenced them to become more brave and bullish. That's what I want. And they need to. The Democrats are not afraid to call to call evil names, to do evil things, to cheat, to get people in, what have you. They're not afraid to go for the throat. The Republicans need to show their superiority. Are you talking about white supremacy? If I if I was talking about white supremacy, I would say that. Which reminds me about Andrew Tate. I'm going to talk about him. I think I'll get to him. Motherfucker, dude. Hold on. Sorry, that was my good buddy, Kanoska Swiftwater, who's been on the show. He wanted me to play video games as if I was a child. And I'd like to, but I gotta do a podcast and then I'm tired and I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna smoke weed and then I'm gonna go to bed. Hence, late night nuggets. Now, I, it should probably be that I would smoke them beforehand, right? Anyway, uh, back to what the Republicans should do. 
Um, oh, no, Andrew Tate. That's what I, I uh, wanted to get to. Andrew Tate is a really good example of the thing that I've been talking about, especially when it comes to people like Trump. Now, given Trump wanted to get into something, which I don't necessarily like, because I think that a, a leader of whatever, whether it be president or what have you, shouldn't want to be it. That's the best that you can, that's the best type of leader. Because it's not somebody that wants power and authority to more than likely abuse it. Um, not always. Um, and I think Trump is is uh, an exception. And I say that um, still hold, holding open the possibility. And you should too, mind you. You don't know him. I don't know him. I haven't sat down with him. I haven't smoked weed with him. I haven't had a drink with him. I haven't been through shit with him. Um, there, you should hold open the possibility that maybe we are wrong about Trump. Maybe Trump did get in there in order to make certain deals to make himself richer. I don't see that anywhere. I certainly don't see it in his business after he had been uh, president. I see that certainly as he lost half of his customer base in running for president. Because before that, which is so funny about people like Bill Maher and uh, I think Rosie O'Donnell always hated him, but basically all the Democrats and, and the Clintons and all that, they all loved him before he ran. And you, you had people like Oprah that had him on his show and asked him if he would ever run for president and, and said that, I think you should. And you know what? I actually got to take that back a little bit because his response to her back in the day was only if I think I need to. So he, he fits that criteria. I think I have talked about this. My point though, in what I'm, why I'm bringing up Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, as far as I know, I don't know the guy, but as far as I know, is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. I've, there's some people that say 30 million. I've heard that number. Um, Andrew Tate, when talking to Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports, Andrew Tate said it's hard to uh, value all of his possessions and money and, and all of his, all of the businesses and things that he's got going on and, and give you an exact value for it. But he said it's upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds, plural, of millions of dollars. Um, so my point is, is that he's rich. Now, Andrew Tate doesn't... I would love for him to be a good religious person, especially in Christianity, because obviously I believe that Christianity is uh, the only true religion, and that's the one that I follow. Um, he said some things. I disagree with Tate on on uh, a few things that I know of. But, and, and I think that might add to what I'm about to say, is that Andrew Tate, basically, and as much as I can tell, has everything that he wants. And now he's just doing shit for fun. And he speaks the way that a man does when he doesn't have anything to worry about. As in, he can't get fired from his job. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. He's got as many women that he wants at any given time. He's not married. He And he says the things that come from his heart. Now, he's a pretty smart man. You might have people like Destiny, who's a cunt. Um, and pretty stupid, by the way. I've heard Destiny say some stupid shit. One of the more recent things that I heard from Destiny... it's it, Destiny's real name is Steven something. I can't remember his last name. But he had said something in talking about abortion 
and talking about when a baby becomes a baby. Again, the left cannot come up with uh, an exact time frame of when uh, uh, the exact time when a baby, uh, a fetus becomes a, a, a human baby person. Right. Um, and I say that because, you know, they always bring into it. Well, it doesn't have personhood at this point or whatever it may be, or it's not it's not a baby yet or whatever. But Stephen, uh, he shot right past this. And he even said something to the effect of, well, up until, you know, this much. Now, I was surprised that he was like, no, full term abortion, the left needs to stop. Now, Stevens, he leans hard. He leans more left, not hard left, but more left. And I think that he's he's a little bit more centrist. But he had said something to the effect of. Um, a baby is nothing. The fetus is basically nothing. Then all of a sudden it's a baby. But he didn't like he I think he knew he was already walking himself into a bit of a um, uh, conundrum. That's the word. Uh, and he just shot right past it and went right back to the thing that he was talking about. But the point that I want to make about that is that's stupid. That is fucking dumb. And it's much like the woman debate um, <clears throat> from the left where they can't tell you they can't give you a definition of a woman. Now, you ask me, it's very simple. It's an adult human female. That's it. That's all it can be. Or that's all it is. Or that's, that is what it is. Because I don't want to make women sound like they're not much or whatever, you know. A woman is an adult human female. A male or a man is an adult human male. It's that simple. That's what those definitions are. Bingo, bango. The left can't do it because, and the more so why they, they can, and they understand that that's what it is. Let's be honest. These fucking people are just, they're, they like to play pretend, but if they give it a definition, then they take away from the narrative of the trannies and they're in a fucking, they're in a bad way because now they have, they have these stupid people within their group and both groups have it you know, on, on the political spectrum, the left and the right, they both have it. They both have stupid people within their sides, dumb people that don't look too far into shit and then, you know, fucking, you know, say dumb shit. <clears throat> but they know that those dumb people on that side are very vocal and uh, it'll cause a rift. That's why they won't give you a definition of what a woman is. And the same goes with a baby. The reason that they won't um, give you an exact time when a fetus to them becomes a baby. Mind you, fetus is just a medical term for the word baby. That's it. It's just like, um, your, we would call our wrist, um, our arm, but in medical terms, it's a radius and an ulna, at, at least in terms of the bone. And then you got to get into the muscle fibers and yada, yada, yada. So there's a difference of like layman speak and medical speak, uh, medical terminology. And medical terminology, a baby is a fetus. <clears throat> they think, and the left thinks that they're getting one over on other people um, by calling it a fetus and, 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 and taking away the dignity and integrity that it has by saying that. But it's... It's, they don't understand, they're not smart enough to understand what they're doing. And they're basically just saying the same word as baby, but it's medical term. So why am I getting so far off into that? Sorry. Um, so that was 
Destiny's fuck-up. The reason that I bring that up is because Destiny was talking shit about Brandon Tate and trying to say that he's a dumbass and stupid and he doesn't know what he's talking about and he's a red pill and, you know, he's one of these, you know, bravado, macho, machismo, you know, tough guys that don't really know shit or whatever. Um, Destiny and other people like this, there's some people on the right and there's people on the left. Most most of these talking heads on the left, like Hassan Piker and Bosch and Destiny, these fucking guys have done nothing. They have created nothing. They used a platform, um, a video sharing platform in YouTube, and they got on it, or I'm sorry, in Twitch and YouTube. Uh, they got on it, and they play fucking video games while they talk about things. And people listen to it, and they go, oh, I agree with that. I like it. And then that's how they got followings. Now, Steven, I think, is more genuine and more honest than the other two that I just mentioned. But that's it. I mean, you could, I guess, technically say, well, he built a base. Yeah, by doing things that he wanted to anyway. I've built a base. But this, me building listener a listener base on this, is nothing like me creating my book. It is not even, it's not even in the same fucking vicinity. This is this is easy and fun, and I can get on here, and obviously I have my way of doing it where I don't usually edit, or I don't edit very often, and I just throw it out there for people to listen to, and it's it's raw, and there you go. Um, but it's nothing in comparison to the years of research, the years of writing, self-publishing on my own, the fucking ins and outs, the seeing how it's all to be done or how I want it to be done and the control to it in creating this entire world of this story and building that. And as I've always said, I don't give a fuck if it sells, you know, I mean, I know I, I need to roll that one back. I do want it to sell more than just one and it has. So I, I'm happy about that. But no matter if it if it doesn't become as successful as I want it to be, I still created that. I still made that. I still get to look at that and go, you know, and, and, and look at my kids. And this is a part of it, too, is that it is a love story to them. You know, it's a this is how much I love you is that I this this is all these this, these little parts here and there. But this is also who your dad is in terms of what I believe and in, in, in what I know and what I'm trying to do and share. And you're a part of it. My son is the main character. Uh, the main character is me and my son at the same time, like a mixture of us, us two, my daughter's in it. She's an angel. She's my little angel. See what I did there? Uh, there's a lot of odes that I paid it to a whole slew of different people. Um, I created that, but that's nothing like this, which is also to say that destiny and Bosch and, and Sam Cedar and, and, uh, uh, Piker Hassan or Hassan Piker and the Young Turks, these people didn't build anything. They didn't make anything. But they will sit back and critique others who have. Andrew Tate has lived in the real fucking world. He's lived in a fucking dangerous world. He's a four time world kickboxing champion. He's fought MMA. He, now, I don't agree with how he made his money. You might, I don't know, be shocked to hear that. Andrew Tate made his money by basically developing a uh, website for ba like OnlyFans where he had women scamming men and making millions off of it. Showing 
themselves stripping and undressing and masturbating and all these other things. A very unhealthy thing. Not only for the women, but also for the man, the men consuming this material. This is an immoral thing, as far as I'm concerned. But that's how he made his money, and he made his money. He's he's been well traveled. His dad was a some kind of a chess genius. Andrew Tate's smart. He says some shit. Um, one thing that maybe my female listeners may not like very much, um, but if they're honest, I think, they, and I think they they are. Uh, they'll see the truth in what he says, and that is that uh, men are better drivers than women. I agree wholeheartedly. Now, there are exceptions to rules. I know that my mom, who some might say is not a very good driver, at least in terms of, she's a very aggressive driver. I think my mom is one of the best drivers I've ever been around. Um, I learned how to drive from my mom. My two sisters, terrible, terrible drivers. I cannot tell you how many wrecks they've been in. My mom had this one, uh, had a Saturn, um, it was a coupe, it went through all of us, all, uh, I, my mom drove it, uh, my oldest sister crashed, drove it, my other sister drove it, I drove it, it went through all of us, a couple of times, it was a stick shift, where I really learned how to drive stick, I loved that car, I never, I got in one, I, it's not even an accident, I didn't hit anybody, no other cars involved, uh, just kind of hit a curb, sort of. But I didn't do any major damage to it, nothing. It was a slight little... I skid on the road, basically. Wouldn't even really consider that an accident. My one sister, not crash, the other one, fucking sent that bitch through a brick mailbox. <laughs> and totaled it. Um, both of them are not very good drivers. And if they were honest, and I think they would be about it, they would admit that. And I think most women would. Now, <clears throat> reason I'm bringing this up is, well, one... Tate has said it. He got into a debate with uh, Hassan Piker about it. Destiny reviewed the video, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and the points to be made against him is, oh, oh, well, insurance companies, and they think that women are better drivers. That's why women get better discounts on their insurance. No. Uh, insurance companies look at risk. They have risk assessment. Risk, men are more risky than women. In terms of speeding, in terms of getting too close to other cars. Now, I can see how that might be a negative factor to how men drive. And saying that women are better drivers in that sense. Maybe. But risk isn't about ability. And that's what Andrew Tate was saying. Ability, and he, I mean, he even said it in, in many parts of the debate. Most women drivers do not parallel park. In fact, they can't. Now, it's not to say that all men know how to parallel park. There's some men, especially soy boys and lefties, that don't know how to fucking parallel park. I can parallel park. Great. I'm really fucking good at it. Most people that I know who are good at parallel parking are men. The one exception that I can think of, maybe two, are women. That's it. Those are the only two. And it's really my mom and my aunt and their sisters, so that kind of makes sense why they would be so good. Um... <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> but that's the point to be had, is it has to do more with ability than it does risk. Now, you can factor in risk, fine, but that's my point, is that Tate said these things, and some it really offends some people, but 
the point, this long ass explanation of what I'm talking about Tate is Tate has a lot of money. So if there, he, the point that I'm getting at is he really has no reason to lie, which is why he says the outlandish shit that he does. He doesn't talk very well about Christianity. I don't know if you knew this, which obviously would be something that I disagree with him about. And he talks far more favorably about Islam. See what I mean? He's not afraid to offend. Why? He's made his money. He has become his own man, him and his brother. And he talks from the heart. Now, what I'm tra trying to translate in that and what I, I pointed out and what Tate had to say was, yes, much to do with Tate, but also in uh, Trump. And what I thought Trump was about is that he had a given, yes, he wanted to become president, but at the same point, he did it from the standpoint of, I've got all the money in the world. I've got all of these other things. I've got a great family. I've had three wives, um, which uh, did I talk about um, Ivanka Trump? She passed. I don't think I talked about that. So she passed. So that's sad. I feel bad for the, because uh, <clears throat> I believe she was, she was Ivana, Ivanka, Ivana, right? Ivana, Ivana. And I think she was Don Jr. and Eric's mom, wasn't she? Maybe just Don Jr. and Ivana Trump's mom. I feel bad for that. I feel bad for the whole family because uh, from what I understand, she was a good mom. And um, that family has a lot of class. They're not just rich. I don't know if you noticed that about the Trumps, but they got a lot of class. I'm not a big fan of who Ivana married and Jared Kushner. I think uh, he's a little rat weasel. But um, outside of that... They do have a lot of class, and uh, I feel bad for them. So, you know, thoughts obviously go out to them. Uh, but my point being with Trump is that uh, the man had everything that he needed. And using the evidence from the... It was either the late 80s or early 90s with his interview. And it wasn't just with Oprah. There was, a, there was quite a few people wanted him to run for president. The fuck was that? Uh, shit, that dude, that fucking freaked me out. I don't know if you could hear that. That was like a weird fucking... Is that my fucking cat? That was my cat. Okay. Um, we got a foster puppy. It's upstairs. I've let it run loose. I've had a cage for the majority of the day. I want it to be out, you know. I feel bad. Um... So I can't, I can't be on this for too long. But anywho. Where am I going with all that? He's got everything he has. I think that shows his honesty. Oh, yeah. And, and, um, and him saying to the people that interviewed him that he would only become president if he thought that he needed to. And look at him. He did it. And he was brash and he was bold. And it's essentially influenced... A whole new wave of politicians who I think all feel the same way that it wasn't that we, that Trump made us understand things a certain way. It was that Trump was the same thing that we already wanted. If that makes sense. And that's what all of these new politicians coming in, all of these, these people that if there is no cheating... If everything, if everything is allowed to be organically 
voted on and yada, yada, yada. If that happens, no cheating, there will not just, it's not a red tsunami. It's not a red wave. It's not a red tsunami. It's whatever the fuck is 10 times bigger than that. The Republicans will absolutely wipe out the Democrats in, in damn near every single election. The only ones that I can see that aren't going to go that way is probably AOC. Um, I mean, there's going to be more than the ones that I'm bringing up right now, I'm sure. There's quite a few seats. But AOC, Ilhan Omar. Oh, Emma, Ilhan Omar might go down. There's an ex-NBA player. I can't remember his name right now, but good dude. He's been on Alex Jones' show and stuff. Black man. Tall. He's fought MMA. I cannot for the life of me think of his name. Um, good dude. And he's running in her, her district and running against her. And I think he went on to the next thing. To win out. So, um, we'll see. He might, he might take it from Ilhan Omar. I'd love for him to. But there's going to be a few. And it's just because, like, for AOC, the reason that I'm pretty certain that she's going to win is because the only people running against her... Shit, even then, dude, people are so sick and tired of the Democrats. They may just vote for anything other than, than AOC. You know, if they just see a Republican name on there, they might just vote Republican to get her dumbass out of there. I wouldn't be too shocked. But it should be a, a complete wiping out of the Democrats and the control. It should be a absolutely a, a large majority Congress, large majority Senate. Um, and so my point being is that when they get in, be bullish. Not only be bullish, show your superiority in your ideas. Do not let them do shit. You, they impeached Trump for fucking four years or three years. We were tempted to. I mean, there was a whole Russian collusion investigation and yada, 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 all, all that shit. And then right after that was over with, they went right for the, the um, Ukrainian phone call. They did not let that man breathe. So do it even worse to them. Even worse. They are your fucking enemies now. Look at what... Not only did they... Have they been willing to cut your throat? They've been willing to cut the American people's throat in order to get to you to cut your fucking throat so that they had the power and the control and yada, yada, yada. Um, Nancy Pelosi's husband, that piece of shit, Paul Pelosi, the motherfucker who got... Uh, hit with a DUI was like what let out the next day he was let out just in time I think he went and fought, bought five million dollars in shares into a new computer chip uh, company so this is all in tri insider trading we all know it's insider trading um, and I'm sure that they paid off whatever judge in order to get him out so that he can write the the um, shit the pledge or whatever for uh, the purchase of those things this is what the left does. This is what a lot of uh, politicians do. Again, we're adherent to the truth. Uh, there have been Republicans that have done this. Um, so I don't want to just put the, the, the light on the Democrats, but they have been the ones in control. They are in the control of every major institution, every major, sorry, not every major, but every 
industrial complex that's out there. Um, the media, the entertainment industry, they're in control of that. And they have used and abused not only their power, but also the power that they didn't have. And they've gotten away with it. So when you get in, you need to show, you need to, it's like when I tell people, don't attack others, right? Um, don't physically attack somebody. Self-defense is great. But in the case of self-defense, just don't just give tit for tat. Kick their fucking ass. See what I mean? Don't just punch one, you know, get hit and then hit back. Kick their fucking ass. Make them understand that they will never, ever attack you again. And that's what the Republicans need to do. They need to get in there and they need to have a fucking backbone. They really need to return back to the, basically, libertarians. What the libertarians are, that's what they need to, to return back to. Because that's what the Republicans were essentially supposed to be. And obviously they've, they've, they strayed far from it. <clears throat> but they need to have a backbone. They need to have a, a rock gut. And they need to go in there. And they need to whoop some fucking ass. They need to have these... Oh shit, where's my whiskey glass? They need to whoop the shit out of these Democrats. Not give a flying fuck what they call them. Not give a shit about whatever they they claim or um, allege against them of like, oh, that's this is fascism. Yeah, all right. Well, then you better hope that this is fascism or not fat. Well, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, because this is the nicest fascism you'll ever know because we're not going to fucking, you know, we're not going to kill anybody like you sons of bitches was, would, but we are going to make things right. We're going to take away your your ability to do whatever, like they've been doing to them, and uh, we're going to make things right for the American people. And I think if that were the case, we would see a riding of the ship. We would see uh, the supply chain uh, problem fixed. Um, we would see uh, the uh, oil and gas companies, uh, the situation with them and the gas prices fixed. Um, I think we would see a lot of things righted that were wrong. Um, so you know, we'll see. I do. I think that that's all going to happen. That's a lot to. That's a lot to hope for. One for them to get in, two for them to be genuine, honest, good, patriotic Americans. That's fucking a lot to ask for. In just those two things, and then on top of that to expect them to go in and get the fucking job done. All of those things are a lot to ask for and a lot to hope for. But here's hoping. Now, I am Darth Maul pilled, so I would assume I'm I'm still very interested to see what happens. I I would think that the left is going to cheat. I would think that it's not going to be as large of a win if there's even a fucking a major uh, change at all. I think, I think, uh, I think they'll just, they'll just barely get the majority. I think they'll just barely get the majority. I hope I'm wrong, but I think they'll just barely get the majority. And within the majority of those Republicans, there's going to be a lot of, uh, rhinos. And I think that those rhinos might, might like cream rise to the top. 
and they'll be the house speaker, um, will be the rhino, a, a rhino. Um, I think the head of all of these special committees will be rhinos. Um, I think that that's how it's going to go and things aren't really going to change much. Um, and then, you know, we'll see in the uh, election in 2024, if Trump can get in, um, I would assume that if those rhinos are in the right places, that Trump still isn't going to be able to get done as much as we would like for him to get done. He's going to be a lot more bullish, I think, for his second term. He's going to, he's more than likely going to seek revenge against the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, uh, the Biden administration, the uh, Clinton um the prior Clinton administration, or at least the Clintons, um, and he's not going to be able to do a whole lot. See what I mean about, I'm not just, I'm not fucking around. I'm not kidding you. I am Darth Maul pill. That's where I think it's going to go. But I hope if things would go, go how they should, how they should, then everything's going to be hunky-dory. The Republicans are going to get in, the good Republicans. And they're going to write the ship. Trump's going to get in. The bad people are going to uh, feel the wrath. And you're going to see some bad people end up in, in places that they um, that they should be through justice. We'll see. But anyway, speaking on Andrew Tate, just to cover this topic real quick. <clears throat> so... Jake Paul was set to fight a guy by the name of, uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is uh, Rockman Jr. Uh, I guess his dad was a, a boxer. I don't know everything there is to know about boxing. All right, I remember hearing his name, I think. Um, but anyway, his son, who was Jake Paul's training partner, or came in to help Jake Paul train for, I think it was Tyrone Woodley, the second fight. Well, there's some shit talk there, and Rockman said, all right, I'll fight you. So they were set to fight. I guess Rockman couldn't make weight, and the, and the fight was canceled. And then after that, I know that Andrew Tate has been uh, uh, barking a little bit at the Tate or at the Paul brothers, especially Jake, and I. there are rumors that Andrew Tate um, might be fighting Jake Paul. I've seen some some people claim outright that Andrew Tate was going to fight Jake Paul. Uh, I think that's very interesting because Andrew Tate has enough money. He's got more money than the Jake than the, than the Paul brothers combined. Uh, so I don't think that they could pay him to take a dive. And Andrew Tate is um, he's got a lot of fight video out there. He's a kickboxer. Kickboxing is is different than boxing because you don't get to use your feet outside of footwork or foot movement. Um, but he's dude he was he seemed like he was a pretty fucking tough fighter he's got a hell of a punch he's got dynamite in his hands and he's knocked out quite a few people so um i think that would be very interesting and i would really like to see it because i want to see somebody take jake paul's heads head off head jake paul's head off i believe rockman could do it rockman jr could do it um i wanted to see that fight i would have really liked to see rockman win that fight um, but unfortunately it's, uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but here's hoping. And then we're kind of getting into the issues. What I want to do, and I don't think I'm going to have time for it is if I can get through all these topics, I kind of wanted to do like an off the cuff and I might save this and really save it and not like, not, 
you know, write it down and, and um, script it out or anything. But really off the cuff, cover, explain where I believe the left comes from and where they stand on issues, where maybe the conservatives do. And that might have to be like a, a side thing, the conservative part. As I've said before, I'm not a right winger. I'm not a Republican and I'm not a conservative. I'm none of those things. I'm an independent. I'm, I'm flat out an independent. So I would almost take where the explain what I believe or where I believe the left is on issues and what they believe. And then um, obviously my stance on those same issues and where we differ, obviously. How many times you can say obviously? Leave me alone, me. My chicken nuggets are cold. Mmm. I busted my face. We're gonna go to we're what? We're going to kind of jump all over the place just because some of these I've touched on, others I haven't. Which is to say some of these I have molested, others I haven't. Ha, <laughs> I get it. Um, and they're kind of all over the place as I wrote them down. I fucking busted my face. My daughter, I'm so proud of her. I love that she, like, I can see my qualities and my traits in my daughter's, um, mentation, in her, in her personality, and in the things that she likes to do, and, and also with her mom, like, I love the fact that my daughter is, is such a great mix between my wife and I. And um, I'm so damn proud of her because I'm a fish. I'm a child. And I, I hope I'm always like this. I have noticed I don't swim as much as I used to, like for as long or duration or whatever. Sometimes I do. But when it comes to like swimming pools and shit, I will jump right the fuck in. I'm not one of those parents that's like, I'm going to sit on the side and have a beer or whatever. No, fuck that, dude. I'm getting in to the fucking pool. And I'm swimming with my kids, and I, like I said, I'm a fish. I spend more time under the water than I do above the water. No shit. Um, and my son's now the same way. He was a, f a little bit afraid when he was a, a baby. My brother-in-law, my dumbass brother-in-law, this is my wife's brother. And the reason I say this, I don't, I'll fucking say it to his face. I got no problem with it. But you know how you can take a baby and blow in their face and then dunk them underwater real quick? Well... This jackass thought that it would be a really good idea to do that to my daughter. And so he does it. Doesn't ask us. Just fucking does it. Puts her under and brings her out. And she lost her shit. She did not like that one fucking bit. And on top of that, he wasn't like... He's not a very, like, caring and empathetic type of person, you know? He's kind of, like, to a kid, he's tall and kind of maybe a little scary to them and especially when it's not your dad it's her uncle you know and he does that to you so i'm like give her over here you know and then she had a phobia of water for the first couple of years of her life because of that shit see why i, I say the things that i do about him right now because i could have fucking strangled him i could have fucking drowned him in that fucking water as pissed off as i was um so anyway i don't hate the guy but Fucking hey, dude, have a, have a, be smart. Anywho, um, so I think it was two years ago, up until two years ago, now she's six, so, uh, you know, one through four, 
she really wouldn't get in. I would have to hold her. And while I'm holding her, she'd be like clung on to me, holding tight, very tight onto daddy's arm or whatever. And I couldn't let her go. Well, within the last two summers, basically, she has not only been able to, you know, stand in the water by herself, but have floaties on. My daughter at this point jumps into the fucking deep end, only goggles. Obviously, I have to be there just in case. She, I don't know where she learned how to doggy paddle. She just fucking doggy paddles. She swims all by herself. Six years old. It's fucking incredible. I am so proud of her. This is what's the cool shit that I do as a dad. Um, one, just one day. This is one day when, when she went from the shallow end to the deep end. And she's with me, so she, feel com- she feels comfortable. She knows I'm going to take care of her. I'm not going to let her drown. Um... I just so happened to mention, I was like, well, just wait till one day when you can touch the bottom. And we were in a pool that went about nine foot deep. Um, Also, at that point, she'd never jumped off the diving board. She ends up jumping off a fucking diving board that day. She didn't even jump off of anything. Everything was kind of scary to her, right? And then that day, she jumps off the diving board. Doesn't dive off it, but does like cannonballs and stuff. In the fucking deep end. And then swims up and doggy paddles all over and she's great. So... It just in how it, it kind of all worked out, because she'd watch me go down and touch. Like, I go all the way down, I'll lay down on the bottom, I'll lay down on my stomach on the bottom, and then come back up, whatever. I was like, honey, do you want to touch the bottom? Because she was kind of going down and touching the sides of the, like, where it ramps down. Um, she's like, yeah. I go, all right. Do you want me to, do you want me to pull you down so you can touch it? She goes, I don't know. And the first time we, you know, we went down and she kind of did and I kind of, you know, brought her down with me and then let her up. I didn't have her go all the way down to the bottom. And then I just said, honey, watch this. Okay, we're going to go under. I'm going to pull you down. And as soon as you touch, I'm going to push you back up. She goes, okay. No shit, we did it. And it was like, that was it. That was all she needed. That's what we're doing. Come on, dad. Let's go down and touch the bottom again. And no shit, I'd go down. I'd grab her leg, like one, two, three. We'd both go underwater. I'd shoot all the way down. I'd grab her leg, pull her down, like like almost like taking a harpoon and throwing it into the ground. I'd throw her leg down, and she'd go down, and I'd, as soon as she touched, I'd grab her and pull her all the way up. And it was just the best thing. So I'm a very, very, very proud papa because of that. Felt like I just needed to share that part of the story. Or that story. Um... I think a new thing that I'm going to be doing, I've kind of been practicing with it. I do have one episode that I've made so far. I think I'm going to start making something called Sunday Mass episodes. um, Or an episode titled Sunday Mass. Where I, and I kind of explain it in the first one. I think I might still publish that. um, Where I take what we went over in Mass that day, because all Catholics... I believe all Catholic churches around the globe, you know, um, use the same readings. And it's not always the same homily because obviously different priests have different homilies. But uh, basically the readings that we go over that day and kind of explain how it applies to our lives out in the world um, now. So, um, you know, it's kind of a quick episode. And I think I'm going to start doing that on on uh, Sundays, I think. I don't want to say for certain. I don't want it written in stone, just in case it doesn't happen. But I think that that's something that I'm going to want to start doing. So, kind of like an explanation of the homily. Not a homily. I don't want to be blasphemous about this. But 
Um, oh yeah. So anyway, we were swimming in the pool, right? And my daughter's got her goggles on and she likes to look down into the water as she's kind of doggy paddling along. So we were going from the deep end to the shallow end and she's going and I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll swim underneath her and pass her and she'll think that that's cool, right? Well, I never open my eyes underwater unless I have goggles on. I sure as shit don't want that chlorine in my eyes because it fucking burns. Looks like I'm higher than a kite, but they're itchy, you know, they don't feel good. So I never open my eyes underwater, but I have a really good sense when I'm in the water of where things are. I don't know. Maybe I'm part dolphin. Uh, so, but this would take away from that because I went and I assumed that the ramp that led from the bottom of the deep end up to the bottom of the shallow was a little bit further out. And sure enough, dude, I busted my shit all over that. My front of my face, I fucking cracked it didn't make that sound though it was like blah, blah. and uh <laughs> i came right up i uh i make sure my daughter made it over and i look over my wife i go i'm bleeding aren't i and she goes yeah and i've still got this fucking i i really shaved off the hide on the front right side of my um the bridge of my nose and uh here's a segue um i was afraid <laughs> That people would think, because I also had a zit right under the bottom of, right under my bottom lip. And um, I always have always hated if I get a zit around there, because I've always thought that people are going to think that that could be herpes. <laughs> so I'm like, and I have a zit right there, like it's right under the lip, right? So it's like right where the, the skin part would be in your... um for a beard, you know how a beard has like the kind of two skin parts underneath the lip. I have that one little zit and then the fucking, it looks like a flesh eating bacteria on my nose from my scab. And I hit the other fucking side of my nose too. It was like a, it's like a, not a popcorn ceiling. You know, that kind of ceiling where it's like, it's not popcorn, but it looks like um, somebody just dabbed it with a fucking sponge or some shit. Like, it's kind of rough and sharp. That's what the bottom of that fucking pool is like. I know. Who does that? My aunt-in-law. And uh, shaved off the hide on my face. And so that's what I've looked like for a while. But, um, yeah, I just felt like I'd tell you that dumbass story. Uh, Senate, Senate passed the climate change bill. Eight billion dollars, mind you. So this bullshit. And now they just passed. Uh, or he just signed it into law. Sorry. Um, they did They did pass it. The Senate passed it, which means it made it through Congress. It goes Congress first, then Senate. And then uh, Biden just signed it into law, I think, yesterday. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah, I want to say it was yesterday. Am I wrong about that? So he just signed it into law. No, wait. That was a climate change bill. Or was this the... No, it's a climate change bill. Is that different than the, what is it? The fucking um, inflation relief bill that they just had? Anyway, um, it's an additional $8 billion on top of all the other money that they spend. I mean, all it will do will add to inflation and our taxes. We have to pay for that, by the way. That's our money that we earn, that we make, the wealth that we create, that the government does nothing to help with. I really believe 
that we should get rid of all taxes and that the fucking um, United States government should have to come up with a, a real service to charge ind individually, but also a product that they should have to basically come up with how they're going to make money. Yeah, fuck that. And no more of this, you know, us doing it and then them just coming in and feeling entitled to our money. And then having the audacity to believe that they can just raise it anytime that they wish. Oh, well, we want to do this thing, so we're going to raise your taxes because this is what we want to do. Climate change, which is a fucking fraud, a fucking hoax for them to get more money. Oh, yeah, this thing's real, so give us more money and we'll 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 stop it. How? How the fuck are you going to stop it? There's nothing you can do, especially when a fucking, again, if any volcano erupts, all the shit that goes in the air is CO2. All the emissions that shoot out from that fucking thing, any emissions that you quote-unquote draw back or don't put out or whatever, pertinent negative, any that you think you've saved, that volcano, one volcano in the world has just put in more CO2 emissions into the air by multiple, 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 multiple times. So basically, you're fucking doing nothing. And there's there's nothing to do because there's this is not a real thing. This is just another fucking fraudulent um, scam that the globalists have come up with in order to get money out of you, in order to be make you make us all become little followers or little uh, controlled peons, even more so than we already are. It's very sad that we're at that state. These are pretty good. Not bad. I do like these chicken nuggets. I would almost argue, I don't know. You know who makes the best ones? Chick-fil-A. Phenomenal. When I was down in Tennessee, we had Chick-fil-A. Holy shit. We don't have them a lot around here in Michigan. You know what we definitely don't have? Fucking Waffle House. Mmm. Love that Waffle House. The Texas patty melt. And then you get, for 50 cents, two orders of um, hash browns. What are my fucking dogs doing? Psychopaths. I can't remember what they call it. It's like covered and tapped and capped or whatever. I get um, mushrooms, uh, ham, tomatoes, jalapenos. A slice of cheese. Um, slice of cheese. And then chili on top. Am I miss? I feel like I'm missing one. I don't get the onions. If I get the gravy, it's on the side. I know. I know how... Dude, I know it's... You, I think they call it... I think they call it... If you get everything, it's called the trash can. It is... If I ever had to have a last supper, a last dinner before I died, I would hope I, I would be okay if that was it. That's how fucking good I think it is. You might think it's gross and all, dude. I'm a hillbilly by nature. I am a fucking redneck. I love that shit. Mm, fucking put it in the IV and fill my veins with it. So good.
I don't give a shit if anybody doesn't like it. Because I do. Um, yeah, and I talked about how uh, this... Oh, yeah, so this is the new inflation thing. It'll make the IRS uh, adding 87,000 more IRS agents. Um, will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, the Border Patrol, and the Border Patrol combined. Um, and... Uh, these psychopathic IRS agents who shouldn't have a job. This is not a real job. You suck. Um, they're going to be trained. They're going to be given guns. And I, I don't know, trained to enforce. I don't know what they're training to enforce. Nobody does. Like, what are they going to do? So this next upcoming tax season in fucking next February um, is usually when I get mine done. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Let's see what I have to say then. Uh... So here I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here. I'm gonna start up a new episode. Well, it's gonna be all part of the same episode, but this only gives me an hour segments. So I'm gonna start up a new segment right after this. And I'm back. I should get to hear my phone clinkety clank. Um. So I'm pretty certain that I I had mentioned at some point or another Alex Jones having been interviewed by Elijah Schaefer on Slightly Offensive. This is something that happened last week. So uh, you can go to Elijah Schaefer's Slightly Offensive YouTube channel and find the interview. It's a really good interview. Um, Alex has said some more stuff. I haven't watched Alex in the last few days. I have I am a a um, loyal uh, long-term listener of Alex Jones and InfoWars. I will continue to be. I think that they are um, one of, if not the most trusted news sources that may have ever existed. Um, I say that with um, all confidence. I uh, thoroughly enjoy um, the 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 news that they that I get from them. Uh, very credible sources. Uh, so anyway, I haven't, I have not listened recently to, um, what they've been saying, but I know that there's, he came out with something about, uh, this last Sandy Hook case. So, um, I'll be interested to listen to the rest of that. Dude, fucking Andre Willoware sent me a documentary, his cousin, who I want to have on here, uh, Charlie Bombay is his name. Um, he sent another a documentary that I have to watch. So that I'm really excited about that. There's two more. And then I, I want to watch this one. Dude, you might have, I just don't have enough time in the day. Or I do. Maybe I should stop playing as much Warzone. Um, D.B. Cooper's like, no. Or who knows? Maybe now D.B. Cooper will become a mainstay. Whenever you want, buddy. You find me, have me and him and um, Bentley do it again. Anywho. So Alex Jones, so Donald Trump was raided. Oh, do you hear the DOJ, I think it was, or the White House, one of the two, claimed that they had taken Alex Jones, I'm sorry, Donald Trump's passport. And this was a big story. Taking his passport so that he can't travel to another country. And I guess they're insinuating that he was going to run away. This is all bogus. And I think Eric either I think it was Eric Trump said that he had the video of the uh, the FBI inside the house. 
rummaging through everything. They are not allowed to do that. The FBI, I believe when they serve a search warrant slash raid, can only search a certain area for a search certain thing. And it's got, that's all got to be on there, what they're looking for and where it should be. It's been rumored that there is a mole within the Trump camp. Um, I don't know who that would be. It's a little worrisome. But yeah, that was the story that came out that they took away his uh, passport. And that turned out to be bunk. It was total bullshit. But see, that's what the that's what CNN, MSNBC, the mainstream media as a whole, that's the type of shit that they push out. They never check their sources. They don't fucking check the actual news. And so they they all have to be the first one to say it. And they don't care if it's right or wrong, which is a great disturb, disservice to media, to what the media was supposed to be. Um, because their job should be telling us what what is happening and, and with a non-biased um, viewpoint of it. And again, as I just spoke very highly of InfoWars, it's what I believe InfoWars does. Now, certainly a biased lefty would look at that and go, no, you're, you're biased to the right or you're biased or they're biased to the right or whatever it may be. Alex Jones, um, if that's the truth, Alex Jones would have given uh, George Bush Jr. a pass and he never did. He was, dude, he got, I don't know if he either got detained or if he fully got arrested. Um, going to George Bush Jr.'s, um, some speech that he had had some, at some point. There's video of this shit. He went there and, uh, called him out. I don't know if that was before 9-11 or after 9-11, but yeah, he ended up getting arrested. <sighs> he did not like that, man. There's plenty of people within, and by the way, that was at a point when, uh, the left thought pretty highly of Alex Jones, too, because those hypocritical bastards um, only were against war when a Republican was in office. But any time that a Democrat's been in office, Clinton, Obama, now the usurper in chief Biden, um, now they're all about war. Let's go, you know, let's have a proxy war with Russia. Um, you know, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, Alex Jones has went after everybody. So anywho, uh, Trump... Gets raided. Um, my belief on that is they're they're doing it in order to keep him off the ballot. In how can I say this? How can I explain it? Um, in much the same way as they did by cheating us. This is all for show. This is all bullshit. They have nothing on Trump. Excuse me. Oh, see, I'm getting tired. They have nothing on Trump, but they will do this and take away our ability. And that's that's a lot of why I get very upset with all of this. Um, sure, it's I like Trump, but again, I don't know the man. Um, I certainly don't know him personally. I've never met him. Uh, what I hate more than what 
I see them doing to him. Certainly what I hate more is them taking away my ability to choose. Your ability to choose. Altering our input. That's a massive part of what I have a problem with. Because, okay, let's listen, Trump isn't going to live forever. Okay, so let's say, and, and by the way, I think this next time, win or lose, this is it for Trump. I don't see him running in 2028. I don't see him running ever, ever again. I think it's 2024 bust. Um, so if, but what if they do, I mean, there, there's, I would love to see this, if it's not Trump, well, number one, uh, Dave Smith, uh, for sure, or Rand Paul, for sure. Um, I mean, it's neither one of those, DeSantis. But if they take away my ability to choose that, I'm going to be even more angry. They're taking away your rights. That's the problem that I have with that. So they're going after our right to decide, um, as a country of the people, for the people, by the people, to decide our own who's going to um, represent us, which is what we have here in the in our constitutional republic. Um, I think that there's a connection from that to Alex Jones's case, and I think not that it all has to do with January 6th, but I think January 6th is being used as maybe the glue or the, um, oh shit, what's the concrete in between the bricks and a brick wall? Uh, the mortar. I think that's the mortar in between all of these things. Um, the connection to these, uh, the adhesive, maybe. With Alex Jones's case, the problem with that um, is that they're taking away your... And, and mind you also, with what the DOJ just did um, in not going through a proper procedure of, of uh, subpoenaing... Um, now, number one, asking for... Coming right to you and asking you for whatever it may be. Whatever documents. Ask you for that, and then if they think it's bad enough, then they can subpoena. You should be able to sue if they're wrong, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but they didn't do that, any of that with Trump. And there was a process to go through and they didn't go through it. In fact, Trump was working with this department of, uh, archives or whatever it's called archives department. Um, I know that's not the name of it, but he was working with them. And, uh, I wholeheartedly believe that the, uh, Biden administration, um, the DOJ, uh, Merrick Garland, who now has admitted to knowing about the raid and prior to that said that he didn't. Um, I believe that they're getting, uh, they're getting nervous about, uh, the midterms. And so they're, Doing what they can. And if, by the way, this is just for the midterms. We've got another two years until Trump runs again. Another two years. So if they're doing this over two years out, what do you think they're going to do in two years? You don't think they're going to try for something else? I think they're throwing as much shit on the wall. And I think that's really what it is. They're just throwing shit on the wall to see if something sticks. As they have been trying to do the entire time because they got nothing. As I talked with D.B. Cooper and, and Bentley, um, I said it then, I've said it before then, that 
it really makes Trump look super fucking squeaky clean. They got nothing on this guy. I feel like they would find something more on me. Um, so anyway, uh, what they did to Trump in that they most certainly will do to you and have done to Americans. You don't think the fucking, the system get, you don't think, you think they give a shit about the process. They want their control. That's what government does, right? It's government's natural instinct is to grow so large that it controls every aspect of your life. Do you think it gives a fuck how it gets there? Do you think it really gives a shit about the law? The law is just a formality to those in government, I should say. So you have that in which they will obviously now absolutely dismiss your rights and go right after you. And then in the Alex Jones case, they're going after him. This is a First Amendment case, 100%. Um, it's not a defamation. Well, I mean, I, I know that they're going after him for defamation, but that has to do obviously with the freedom of sp- the uh, first amendment, freedom of speech. This is a freedom of speech case, a first amendment case. And this should have never made it past. No judge should have ever taken this on. They should have. I guess I could see them being given like, um, the plaintiffs filing a motion right? Which is the first thing that you have to do. So they filed a motion and then Alex Jones has to either he himself provide, um, whatever the history is, you know, whatever they're claiming. And then he can, he can refute it with whatever proof he may have. Uh, or he has to hire a lawyer in order to gather all of these things and then present it. And I think, is that the discovery phase? Because I feel like it shouldn't even have made it to discovery. No, that's not the discovery phase. That's the initial motion to file to go forward. I think any judge, any but prior to this, let's say an uncorrupt judge prior to the 1990s, I suppose, or maybe even the 1980s, um, would have looked at this and said, "No, this is ridiculous. This is a this is an issue of freedom of speech. Um, I don't give a shit how you know who, what other people." D- ever harassed or gave death threats because that's really what they're going on is that his words caused his listeners to go and um, give death threats and uh, harass these people uh, and it it tarnished the reputation which it didn't it just didn't um, most people didn't most people are not conspiracy researchers they don't they don't get into conspiracy research. Why? Because in, in, uh, the 1960s, I believe it was 1968, if I remember correctly, uh, the CIA weaponized the phrase, uh, conspiracy theorist. And they did that so that the majority of Americans, when they hear that, um, that trigger phrase, uh, would automatically dismiss whatever comes after it. So these parents, I'm not trying to, now given, I don't, believe that things happen the way that they did. I want to, the line that I believe the most is the one where, shit, can I even say if it's the one where the kids didn't die? I guess it would have to be that one, right? Because uh, I don't believe that Adam Lanza had the ability to do that. So, because there's two, there's the one that, Adam Lanza didn't do it and there was no school shooting. 
um, there was no, uh, now there was a school. I think the one theory is that there is a school, there was a school, but the school wasn't, wasn't up and running. So there was no kids, there was no whatever, yada, yada, yada in the school. Uh, and then the other one is, the other one, uh, how's the other one go? Fuck man, it's been so long. Something to the effect that the, the, it was a staged situation, right? Where, well, I guess it, that guy would have blended into the other. Maybe there is only one way to think of it. So anyway, um, shit, where was I going with that? Fuck, I'm losing train of thought. Anyway, so back to the idea that, uh, a judge should have seen that and said, okay, so their, oh yeah, their reputation isn't being ruined because most people don't know about conspiracy are are not conspiracy researchers. Therefore they wouldn't have heard of necessarily Alex Jones. And they wouldn't have looked at these parents and, and, and thought, especially in hearing it coming from Alex Jones uh, and knowing if, if they would have known what a conspiracy uh, theory was or what he did more than likely wouldn't have listened to it, especially if they would have known who these people were within their own community Yada, yada, yada. So my, my point being is that their reputation wasn't ruined in terms of defamation. Now, the harassment and the death threats, okay, yeah, that's terrible um, to really do, I guess, to anybody. Well, some people probably deserve it. Like, oh, I don't know. Evil, evil people. Um, not that I'm saying to go do it. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but the point being is that the judge at, you know, prior to the uh, uncorrupt judge prior to the 1990s would have looked at that and said yeah did he say did he tell did he give a call to action for these people to go do it and they would have not been able to provide any info or any any evidence of that okay now we get to throw it out he just said he just said that the kids didn't that that you guys are lying or that the kids didn't exist and okay he's got the right to say that case dismissed that's what should have happened, flat out. But the fact that it it was entertained, the fact that it went on to discovery, the fact that through discovery, Alex Jones, uh, the court said that Alex Jones didn't. Now maybe maybe his lawyers are just fucked. Maybe he's just got terrible lawyers. Uh, but the the Alex said that the lawyers that he gave all the information to the lawyers to give. During discovery, I know that he was, uh, oh shit, what's that thing, that interview that you're supposed to do before the trial? It's not subpoena. Um, fuck, whatever that thing is. Um, I know he did that. And then discovery. Or was it discovery first and then that? I think it's that. Maybe that's part of discovery. But anyway, so the, the judge basically stated that he didn't um, turn in the right documents and so therefore uh, it he didn't fulfill his side of discovery and so therefore he lost. She ruled against him and, and basically stated that he lost the decision. So he was found guilty and that's where they operated from. So this was an absolute show trial um, because then it really, the rest of the trial was to determine how much he was going to have to pay. And then you had the part where uh, the jury um, 
came to the decision that it was $4.1 million. And then in the closing statements by the, the plaintiff's attorney, um, this Bankston character, uh, he, he convinced them to give an additional $45 million, which added up to somewhere around $50 million, something to that effect. Um, a lot of the shit that was said during that was just atrocious to hear him, um, to hear, you know, the, the, it was hypocritical. It was bullshit. The things that he had said, um, man, I'm just remembering back to that. Um, but yeah, they, they awarded that. That's gonna be, oh, that's gonna be illegal somewhere in there. Now, I'm no lawyer, obviously. I'm not a judge, but that does not seem right because that's like um, somebody was murdered, you're pinned for it, you didn't do it, and then you got to go through a trial um, during, I guess, discovery um, uh, before the trial begins. Uh, you, I don't know, you don't provide something. I know that uh, defamation cases are different than murder cases, obviously. But, you know, the judge claims that you're guilty before the, the jury does, which I'm pretty certain I thought that the jury was supposed to, in a, in a trial altogether, is supposed to um, uh, have the say in if you're guilty or not. But um, that didn't happen with Alex Jones. But let's say it goes through everything, you're found guilty, and then the jury's like... Now, usually you're supposed to, before the jury has gets to decide, you're supposed to have your closing statements, and then the jury decides. So is there a fuck-up in all this? Again, I'm no lawyer, and certainly not of uh, Texas law. But um, it just seems very odd. But what Bankston had said in those closing statements was that he wanted the jury to set an example of Alex Jones so that nobody else comes along. Well, too late, fuckface, because I'm here. I'll tell you right now, this, my show right now, well, it's certainly smaller than Alex Jones by a fucking large margin. But if Alex Jones were to go away, if David Icke were to go away, Mark Dice were to go away, all of the conspiracy researchers, all of those who have podcasts and shows and shit about conspiracy research, if everybody were to go away, I will not. I will never go away. I'll take up the helm. I'll come out here. And start fucking talking about all of them. I'll, I'll maybe make it my fucking full-time job if that were the case. Because if they can, ain't going to do it, I will. The truth needs to be told. And that's why we need to thank our lucky stars that Alex Jones is out there doing it. And has been. He's not the only one. But he's certainly one of the best, if not the best. Ah, uh, excuse me. Finish that last one. It was good. Good late night dinner. Um, but here's the connection. Is that Mark Bankston, like I said, the plaintiff's lawyer, admitted that the J6 committee, along with the FBI, wanted the text. If you remember, again, so maybe the lawyers did fuck up and didn't give the data to the judge for discovery. And then they turn around to give too much data to the uh, 
the attorney to the uh, Bankston, who I thought it was pretty fucking, I thought in order to um, bring up something or to give something into, or put something into evidence that it had to be, there was a certain way that you had to, to give it. And I don't know, again, non-lawyer, I don't know if one lawyer uh, sharing information with another lawyer is technically admittance into evidence. See what I mean? It's like, it's so strange, that whole part. I'd really like to, I'm interested to see what that, what that process, have somebody explain that, that whole thing of like the jury awarding the plaintiff's X amount of money prior to the closing statements and then the closing statements and then the, the jury Maybe it was the jury. I can't remember who did it. If it was the jury or it was the judge or whoever the fuck, uh, then awarded an additional amount of money. And and my example earlier was to go, you're found guilty, um, and then you go through the trial, and then uh, the jury says, okay, you're guilty. We're gonna make you serve, but that's usually on the judge in a murder case. So the judge says, okay, we're gonna make you serve. You know. 30 years. And then, and then the, uh, plaintiff's attorney says, uh, in their closing statements, please, you know, send them to jail for life. And then the judge were to go, okay, in your closing statement, you convinced me life. You know what I mean? It's like, you already made the judgment that the, uh, jury has set its case. Like how the fuck can you then just keep adding on? doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? But anyway, so Mark Bankston, like I said, said that the J6 committee, which I believe Liz Cheney was on, uh, that was a, a fucking Mickey Mouse show, wasn't it? Nobody was really, there was interviews, but there wasn't any cross-examination, any Republicans stepping in. Uh, there was no evidence really. Well, there wasn't any um, evidence from the other side. Ray Epps wasn't mentioned one fucking time. That's that's a pretty big fucking case. Ray Epps was not mentioned one fucking time. Ray Epps wasn't interviewed. Ray Epps wasn't brought in for questioning or subpoenaed or any of that shit. And he is there on video, two separate occasions, two fucking separate occasions, trying to get that crowd, no, three separate occasions, trying to get that crowd rowdy and to go into the Capitol. He was, he was the... As far as I can tell, the loudest and maybe the only voice that I remember hearing people say, let's go into the, we have to go into the Capitol. Him, that motherfucker, which I would assume that all of these other cases of J6, whatever, and there's been a couple of suicides, I believe. Um, there's been a, for all of these other cases, they should be able to, in their case during trial, bring up Ray Epps to go, where the fuck is this guy? You have me in here. I didn't do shit. I didn't tell, like, yeah, I went in, but I didn't, I didn't tell anybody else to go in or whatever it may be, you know, but this guy was out there rabble rousing the day before three separate times, the night before the day of whatever. Uh, and you don't even bring him in for questioning. That's a pretty big fucking deal. They didn't mention him once, not fucking once. <sighs> so this fucking J6 committee wants Alex Jones texts that his lawyer accidentally fucked up and gave over not only his text but his emails and gave over to the plaintiff's attorney. 
and not only the J6 community, or committee, but also the FBI. Now, isn't there some kind of fucking law where these sons of bitches shouldn't be able to get in there and get that evidence? Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's very odd. I feel like there's a connection there between Trump's raid and Alex Jones's um, court case. Obviously, you know, both are dealing with this J6 committee bullshit and the Democrats attempt to go after anybody that not only questioned, listen, Trump never didn't question the left's narrative and the left and the Democrats. Alex Jones didn't question them. I mean, yeah, I guess he did from time to time, but they challenged them. Not only did they challenge them, they fucking put a mirror up to them, to, to the to the left, to show the left just how ugly they were. And then they took a fucking screenshot and shared it with the world. That's why the left is going after them so hard. Because they're fucking terrified of them. That if they get enough people to believe, that they've now lost their fucking control over us. It's really, it would really be nice to see that happen, by the way. I'd love to see everybody... Um, uh, shuck off uh, the control from the from certainly the government as whole, and we all uh, deal like or we all act as adults and and live in in this country as we're supposed to. It's getting a little too far into all of this, so talk about all that. Talk about all that. Yeah, nothing's been. By the way, I have not heard any details, and I don't think it, many people have either. I haven't heard many details, and if there were some, we'd hear a lot about it. But I have not heard any details of uh, of uh, anything that they found that uh, from Trump that's like incriminating or whatever, because now that's the big talk of the town, the rumors, is that Trump's going to prison. And he had all these things, you know. That was another thing, too. Uh, they wanted Alex Jones. Dude, there's people that want him dead. I mean, I get, I guess I, I get there being psychopaths out there. They want to see him rot in prison. It's like, bitch, do you, it's like, yeah. a lot of these people, like, if you had your whole life, if you had your whole fucking life dissected and in a, a, uh, in a court of law with somebody going after your character and, and, uh, and going after your livelihood and you have to accurately account for every fucking thing that you can't remember throughout your life, you know? I mean, think about it. What did you have for breakfast last month on a, the first Tuesday? Unless you wrote it down, you're probably not going to remember that, or if you, unless you have a photographic memory. But, you know, you're going to get some shit wrong. You're, you're, this is why I give most people a lot of fucking slack when it comes to being in court. Because you're nervous. You got a lot of eyeballs on you. Most people aren't comfortable talking in front of crowds. But you have this threat of, if you get this wrong in the slightest, we will use it against you. And when you look, I didn't I didn't like a lot of Alex Alex's responses. Now, given he was in this environment, he wasn't in the environment that he usually is in. He wasn't even, he wasn't, it's not even a debating environment or an environment of debate where he gets to really sit up there and, he acted like a very normal person. He, tr You could see that he was trying to not answer some questions. I've seen far worse than that in these fucking committing hearings and, and shit like that where, uh, um, you know, like fucking Blazy Ford or fucking, who is this, Katanji Jackson, you know, or, or whatever, whatever politician or, or whoever it may be that goes in front of Congress or goes in front of uh, the Senate 
and is questioned and uh, Fauci, and they just won't fucking answer the question. I've seen that far worse on Capitol Hill than I did in Alex Jones's case. But, you know, there were some questions that he didn't want to answer. Why? Well, the fucking uh, sleazeball plaintiff attorney fucking points out, oh, hey, your guys just lost you the case, and you're fucked. You know, and just showed him, showed him like evidence and really fucking probably shocked the shit out of him. How many of you would be able to compose yourself as well as Alex Jones did? You know what I mean? That's a fucking hard thing to have to deal with. Like, oh shit, that just happened for real? Like, then I remember it was like a, a, one of the few questions after, uh, it was another questions about his email and you could see Alex Jones was not wanting to answer. He was not wanting to answer whatever the fuck it was. And he was like walking around it and shit like that. I didn't really like that look on Alex. But at the same time, I 100% understand it. You know, I've had to talk to a fucking referee. I, I, I hate, I hate, I hate court system. I cannot tell you how much I hate it. Um, and you, even though you're, you know you're in the right, you know you're fine, you haven't done anything wrong. Dude, fucking sitting there talking to these psychopaths. It's like... You are on edge. You don't even know how to answer, you know, because they'll be able to use it against you. You know, that's just the feeling that you have. So, um, you know, that was it. It was rough for Alex to have gone through that. And yet he still threw down that fucking soundbite of him going, you mean Bill Clinton and or the Clintons and their connections to Epstein Island or some shit like that? Oh, man. Epic. Listen, it's been an hour and a half. I uh, I got to get off. I did want to talk about a lot of this other stuff. Um, one thing I will talk on or uh, touch on real quick. Did you hear about the dog? The fucking dog that got monkeypox. You must have heard about this. And then on top of that, there was two kids. Uh, two kids, not the ones that were used in this gay couple that got charged using their adopted kids to make child porn case. Um, but there was two, two kids that had gotten monkeypox. Monkeypox is strictly, I, I don't want to say absolutely as if I know every fucking monkeypox is basically HIV for gays, which is kind of what HIV was. <clears throat> This is a like a primarily a gay disease. That sounds weird to say it, but that's what it is. So in any case that you hear that kids got it, that this fucking dog got it, I'll, no, I'll say it like this. No, I'll say how I just said it. Gay po or uh, monkey pox. It basically is gay pox. It's the pride pox. Um. <laughs> Uh, monkeypox is a gay disease. Well, a gay orgy disease. Sort of. Because now it's been passed on to kids. That means molestation. And then now it's been passed on to a fucking dog. With that, oh, I heard the story about it with the fucking anal fissures and this, that, and the other. Oh, it's disgusting. These, Listen. Alright, I know that there are some freaky, fucked up heterosexuals out there. But thanks to Pride Month and all of the hyper-sexual, homoerotic um, displaying that happens during that, 
And then also to hear some of the stories, like the fucking gay guy that drank the gallon of piss at this fucking orgy where he fucked, you know, 15 different men. Um, gays, you need to clean up your act, is all I'm saying. It's sounding pretty fucking nasty and filthy. And also understanding uh, most gay couples, especially men, are not monogamous, even after marriage. So why did they ever want to get married? really kind of seems more more so like a hidden agenda almost. I'm not saying it's by every gay. But the LGBT community group title thing that they have, I don't know. Kind of seems like there was a hidden agenda there. You know? As I've said before, the LGBT community whatever does not represent all gay people. Um, but... There is some there is some shit afoot. And maybe shit on a foot in some of these cases, which is even filthier of an idea. But uh yeah, I think it's safe to say this is that's well, especially that guy's story, that's filthy. There's some filthy shit going on. And especially these pride parades, right? With the fucking gay guys walking around with their dicks out in front of kids and stuff. Uh yeah, uh, gays, you need to clean up your act. Fuck it. There's no walking around it. You need to clean that shit up. Okay? Start acting like normal adults. Out in public, you know, do what you're going to do in your own bedrooms. That's fine. As long as it doesn't hurt the environment or someone else involuntarily. Uh, but out in public, clean up your shit. All right? We don't want to see that anymore. And stop. Stop fucking with dogs. Okay? Uh, it's very weird. Um, outside of that, I am going to... Uh, man, there's human cannibalism. The Hungarian prime minister is fucking based as fuck. Viktor Orban. Um, he went to CPAC. Uh, he Trump. He uh, talked to the Trump speech. This fucking guy. Does, I mean, this guy's got some balls on him, man. He does not cower. His. Uh, he made sure that his his national soccer team would not bend the knee for BLM. Um. Yeah, he's fuck. He's based as fuck. I'm. I am. Uh, I'm pretty impressed by this guy. So, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. Uh, I'll probably add some more, um, maybe even get a couple of uh, other episodes in uh, before Friday. But until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal.